our bass today. So I'm actually in a supported fish pose. So block, if you didn't get a block, wave me down and I'll bring you one. Lauren, it's always my teachers that don't have blocks. Marco, I got you. Okay, you're good. I'll bring a few. So it goes like this. So it's aligned with your spine, probably. That's the best position for most people. Um, and you want it on supporting your thoracic spine. So behind the center of your heart. And probably your head will hang off behind. And if that feels like it's too far of an extension for your neck, then you would want to put another block under your head. So wave me down if you want another block under your head. And I'll bring you one. Nobody wants another one. All good. So just bringing some awareness to the thoracic spine, the, the mid to upper spine. Just from the very beginning here, it's the, it's the part of our spine that tends to get the most sticky, like the most stuck. It doesn't have as much mobility in, in some ranges as the lumbar spine. And the neck has a, a lot more mobility than this part of the spine. So as you come into Ujjayi breathing, just an awareness directed right to that part of the spine, and encouraging some, some mobility there, some spaciousness. The tendency in our bodies in, in many different aspects is that our body gets used to gathering a lot of its range of motion from just a couple or a few points. And then a, a lot of the, the places that we don't move from as much tend to get a little bit stuck, and the thoracic spine is one of those areas. The lumbar spine wants to take a lot of the, the movement, especially in things like backward bends and forward bends. And although it doesn't have as much mobility, we just want to encourage as much mobility just, you know, as is natural and healthy in that part of the spine. So just give yourself a couple of more really big, full cycles of breath, just letting in the inhale sort of stretch into the, the fascial connections back there on the back side of the ribs. And when once you get through those breaths and you feel complete, you can just slide your block out of the way and let your spine land just naturally on the ground for a moment. So just feeling that release position. And, <clears throat> and just notice, just take note, just the entire line of your spine, the curves of your spine, beginning at your tailbone. Feel how the back of your hip bones are touching the ground. Feel your lumbar curve away from the ground. The thoracic spine is touching the ground. That's all the part where the ribs are connected. And the little gap between the floor and your cervical spine, your neck, just noticing all the curves. And then slowly just draw your knees into your ribs and wrap your arms around your legs. And so you're surrounding your spine all in one curved direction. 
and even your neck gets this rounding as you draw your forehead to your knees and just take one big expanding breath in and out in that squeezed in position. And then place your hands on your thighs and to start to rock and roll slowly forward and back. So you're just sort of massaging the entire line of your spine. And just feel how your rock and roll feels and see if you can smooth it out a little bit. So you have to round your whole spine a little more to get rounded. I always say I feel like a, Fled, a Fred Flintstone wheel, like a, like a stone rectangular wheel trying to do this. Let's see if you can round a little more. <clears throat> and go two more times and then just stay up into modified boat pose. So you're holding on to your thighs and yeah, just holding there and just start to lift the pose from the very center of your chest. You sort of ignite that lift there and then light up the soles of your feet, your toes. Bring on ujjayi breathing if it's not there. That's it. And you can stay modified or you can sneak one or both hands forward. Feel that little bit of counterbalance there. Keep spark up through your chest. You can stay in the bent leg position or you can straighten one leg and then the other. And if you straighten legs, you might have to lean back to achieve it. Don't let this collapse. Lift into here. Take a huge in-breath. Empty your breath. And just one more inhale. And then come forward, cross your legs, plant your hands, and go to tabletop. All fours. And as soon as you land in all fours, just start to slowly synchronize your breath and your movement with just some spinal mobility. You guys got an interesting arrangement going on over here with the mat. <laughs> just inviting the entire, entire length of the spine into even this beginning vacillating between cat and cow here. Just start tuning in. So as you go back and forth between cat and cow, notice if there's part of your back where you feel more predominant movement happening. Just imagine all the little joints up and down the spine and see if you can feel some places where there doesn't feel like there's a whole lot of movement happening. If you want to exaggerate the cat and cow by shifting your body weight a little more forward and then shifting your body weight back on the cat rounding is kind of nice. Then eventually with your own breath synchronization, just make your way into the first downward facing dog as you're ready, no hurry. enter into down dog in a, in a curious way, so little movements here and there, and just, you know, this first bit of class is often just noticing just the body you've woken up into this morning. Not bad news. <laughs> but just, just is, like feeling the sensations, noticing where you're tight, noticing where you don't feel so tight. And you start this practice of being able to notice your body without needing to say much about what you're feeling or noticing, just noticing it. And now begin to action your hands 
so that you can elongate your spine more. So use that. However you're holding your hands, the action, fingertips, palms, to have some sort of relay response into your entire spine. And then as you're elongating just the in your entire spine, notice specifically your head and your neck and let your head get so heavy that you can really feel the muscles that are attaching from the base of your skull to your upper back. Really let them drop here. Take one more full in-breath here. And a slow pouring out of the exhale. Let it all go. And just pull forward to a high plank position. Holding there as you empty your breath. And you take one more full inhale. And your exhale is knees, thighs, belly, chest. Go all the way down to meet the ground. And then airplane wings just lifts you right up off the ground. So just some, some fiery engagement in the backside of your body. Bring your palms to face the ground. And as you inhale, squeeze and lift a little higher. And the exhale is just a, a settling in, holding the pose. Take another inhale, squeeze a little bit more. Holding on the exhale. This last inhale, just lift and squeeze. Go up, up, up. Good. Slowly lower. Place your palms for cobra or upward facing dog and slide right upward into it with your breath. And down dog as you get to your exhale. Full body breath in right here. And whole body breath out. Let it go. All right, right toes, sweep them up high behind you. Spread the spaces between your toes. Bend this leg and just gently reach over and open. Just surrendering this morning to just this ebb and flow of your breath. Really let your awareness sit right in the center of that. You can stay in this position. There's also the option to go flip dog. Just gently going all the way over. Let the front of your, your belly, your chest, just get some, some openness as you go. And engage your legs to lift out of your bottom shoulder joints if you flipped. Excellent. And if you've flipped, your inhale takes your hands straight back up. Then three-legged dog will meet you guys there for low lunge, right leg forward. Right leg forward, let your back knee come down to the ground. And then just sweep up. Arms come up. Just landing right here in this position. And then noticing how you've landed in your hips and your front knee. Make your way forward. Come back a little bit. Back out. And then hug your tailbone down. Just to take advantage of getting some hip flexor opening right here from the beginning. As you inhale, lengthen up a little bit higher. And then just drop your hands behind you as you breathe out so they can hook up back here. And then beam up through your chest center. Breathe into it. Just feeling it out. So maybe a little tiny tip of your chin up. So reopening the front side of the body that so often gets closed off. As you meet your next inhale, just release your hands and go all the way back up. And then it's three-legged dog from here. Sort of slowly taking it all the way back. <clears throat> and you'll stay for one more full inhale just to get that big lengthening. 
and then slowly lower this foot all the way back down to the ground. And go ahead and take a high, low up dog, down dog, and just start really establishing your breath pace here. And challenging yourself to, to actually get the full, full capacity of your breath and not rush your movements as you go through. Take one more full in-breath here and let the breath pour like water out. And keep your other leg up high behind you. Spread these toes. Bend this leg and ooh, pull out of your left armpit. And you choose if you want to softly go all the way over, go ahead. How'd that get there, right? <laughs> And waiting for an inhale to straighten your hand back up to the ceiling and become the three-legged dog matching the pace of your breath. And low lunge on this side, so everybody's stepping forward. Once you get there, back knee down, sweep your arms up and away. And so that little shift back of your weight and scoop down and forward of the tailbone, little pelvic tilt. Ujjayi breath, really stepping in to do whatever's needed in your body here. Give it one more full inhale, lift up and back, and then it's three-legged dog, all to match the exhalation, journeying your way there. And that next inhale, just pull your toes away from your hips and come on forward for ragdoll at the top of your mat. <clears throat> See if you can access as, as much of the, the range that it takes to get into, you know, to get your head down hanging. Access as much of it as possible from this hip hinge. And so sometimes you can access the hip hinge a little more if you buckle your knees a little bit, if you take a little bend, a little slack there in the back of your body. And then at some point, for most of us, there's going to be a, a rounding of the spine. It's a very, like that's how we get any farther in the fold. It's like just letting the spine round. If you can feel that in your body. It's really today just letting the pose and the breath take front stage. It's really, it's that's really what's most valuable, just the pose and the breath. Take a different arm position from where you are at. So maybe interlacing hands behind you. If they were already there, just do something different. And if you are doing the hand clasp, just feel the range of motion in your shoulders as your arm bones drop forward. Just a little bit of stretch into the fronts of the shoulders. If your head is hanging pretty vertically, give it a little nod. Really good space to get some letting go in the neck happening. Give it one more full body breath in right here, and then let your hands and arms just pour. Let them drop down. Slowly wiggle your feet in together to touch or hip-width distance somewhere in there to go halfway lift. 
maybe touching, maybe a little space. Take your airplane wings back now so that your back has to fire up. That's it. I'm going to see if you can draw your shoulder blades a little together and then a little down towards your back pockets. Beautiful. Take one more big breath in here. Dive down and forward and through, pouring. Excellent. Rise, extended mountain. Take your time to get there. Holding here as your air just whooshes all the way out. Now push into your feet and rise up. Send your eyes up. Pour forward and through. So letting some fluidity arrive in your spine, your head, your face. Halfway lift is your inhalation. Meet the fullness of it. Bow forward and meet the empty point. Rise, extended mountain, lifting, reaching, looking up. Pouring forward and through. Halfway lift. High plank. Landing in high plank position. <clears throat> so using high plank to feel the connectivity of your whole body. Fire up your quadriceps. Sort of knit in your abdominals. So you're holding your trunk nice and strong. Excellent, you guys. Take one more really big body breath in. And then chaturanga or a modified chaturanga is fine. And slowly, whole front side opens and up dog. Down dog, hug back into it. Ah, big breath in right there. Just the simple goodness of the breath leaving. Breathe in. Breath goes. Take one more inhale until you can't get any more, and then breathe out until you can't get any more out. Jump or step or float forward, halfway lift. So you want to meet the fullness of it, not rushing it. Forward fold, meet the empty moment. Rise, extended mountain, reach all the way up. Fold in half. Halfway lengthen to Chaturanga. Patience with these transitional pieces. <clears throat> Sweeping into your backward bend with upward facing in your breath. And gliding back to downward facing as you get there. And then it's just a big in between in breath right here. And you can open your mouth and let it go all the way out. One more inhale. One full exhale. Aim your eyes forward. And then jump or step or float forward for a halfway lengthen. Pour down. Rise, expand. To chair pose. And just feel out from, just feel from the front of your body in chair pose. Notice if 
your, your body went into a lot of spinal extension or backward bend, same thing, as you dropped in. And you can really notice by what's happening with your front lower ribs. So if you feel them really flaring out, you probably went into a lot of back bend. And if that's so, use a sort of corseted action of your belly to kind of undo that, to draw your lower ribs down and in just a little bit. And finding those really deep intrinsic muscles of the abdominals, the back, hold the structure of the spine. Air comes in right here. Exhale happens. Then one more full long in breath. Dive down forward and through. Excellent. Halfway lift, meet the fullness of it. And chaturanga, just taking your time with each piece and being patient, waiting for the inhale to sweep into up dog, into downward facing. Then your right foot steps to warrior one pose as you get there and just start mentally detailing through it, the feeling, feeling the angles of your toes and your heels and your feet. Just trusting, like just letting the, the asana, the posture, and the breath, just letting that do its thing. You've shown up, you're here, you're doing it, just letting you turn it all over to the breath and the body. And be so aware of just, just your, your body right here in the pose, so just the concreteness of your legs and your trunk and your lungs heart. Feel the rise of the inhale in your whole body and the grounding of the exhale. The rise of the inhale, the grounding of the exhale. And then you complete this one on your own, so find the very peak of your breath. Vinyasa, just beautifully linking honoring your breath, the fullness of your breath, the capacity of your body as you go through. When you land back in down dog, you just blend it, left leg forward when you get there. Warrior one. And it's really interesting, like, just to come into the pose, holding it with the utmost importance. All of it. Really showing up into where you've landed this morning. feeling like how you're holding your toes, your, your knees, all of that matters. Every little detail of being alive in this moment. And oftentimes in our lives with ourselves and with others, the way we show importance of anything is just noticing it, just being aware of others, of ourselves. Of acknowledging that the life-giving quality of your breath as it comes in here, feeling it come all the way into your body, and feeling it and hearing it leave out. And then you complete this last inhale, just draw it all in. Chaturanga is waiting, so Chaturanga to up dog, to down dog, honoring your, the fullness of your breath by noticing and feeling the details along the way.
and then a big rinsing, clearing breath in right here, you guys, and an energy moving breath out, let it go. Take one more inhale, fill your whole body up and get rid of that exhale all the way. Jump or step or fly forward for a halfway lengthen. Fold forward, little rounding, tucking at the bottom, and then rise, extended mountain, go all the way up. Chair pose, just strong and present. One full inhale. Forward bow, pouring, hugging, squeezing. Halfway lift, find every nook and cranny. Excellent, chaturanga. Upward facing dog to downward facing dog. Right foot forward for warrior one. You take your one full in breath. And it's chaturanga to up dog, down dog. And just honor the pace of your breath. Yours might be a little faster or a little slower. From down dog, it's right to the other side. So left foot goes and it's one breath in as you get there. Same thing, linking chaturanga to up dog to down dog with the utmost importance on the synchronicity of your breath and body. Because you've got to pay attention. That's really what the practice demands of us is just to show up and pay attention. And down dog, there's this sensation of your breath moving and your heart beating, sweat pouring. <clears throat> Take a full inhale right here. We're going again. Completely empty your breath. And jump or step or fly for your halfway lift. Forward pouring. Rise, extended mountain reach. Chair pose landing strong. One full inhale. Then Hands to the ground for crow pose. So you could do crow if you want to do yogi squat or go the other direction and do a handstand. That's available. I say don't put too much energy into deciding. Just go right into where you're going. And you practice honoring the importance of life as it is right now, but it's feeling all the details in your body and breath. Holding for five. Four, three, two, chaturanga. I see you, Lauren. <laughs> Huge upward facing with your breath. Downward facing dog lands you. Then right foot is warrior one. When you get there, rise with your inhalation. And then warrior two, just show up into it. Land in it. Beautiful. Just claim your space in Warrior Two by just actually noticing. You might even look and notice your body and where it's landed. And every time we can land in some sort of concrete sensory experience of what's happening now, then it, it's, it's a sure sign that we're not in this interesting virtual reality, some, you know, somewhere in outer space in our thoughts, just alive, right here in your body. 
keeping everything mostly the same. Just take your arms straight up above you. Interlace your fingers and flip your palms swoosh, right up to the ceiling. And find a linking, this opposite union of action from palms pressing, your tailbone drawing downward toward the ground. That's it. Stretching the spaces inside your body with your breath. So one more inhale pushes this long line. As you exhale, drop your hands behind you, hook them up behind you. The inhale is chest and chin lifts up. Humble warrior, dive yourself down so your arms can lift up off your body. If it feels super tight back there, grab your towel or a strap. Put it between your hands. Let me know if you need one. And if you're Head is hanging pretty vertically. If you can drop it, give it a good nod. So always good to bring that extra traction into the upper spine. Try a little wider up your hands. Just a wider apart. Now take one more inhale here. You'll keep the bind completely empty your breath. Using the bind and your legs, lift upright again to warrior two. Arms go wide. Send them back out. Turn your palms upward towards the ceiling. Take a big breath in right here. Fill your feet as you empty your breath. And a slow reverse warrior up, back, and away. Stay to exhale. And your right side ribs, stretch them out. One more inhale. Half moon balance. You're taking your time to, to land into it. <clears throat> Block under your right hand. If you're not sure of the alignment, a, block, a tall block is great. And the block would go a good foot and a half forward and a little to the right so that your right thumb is in line with your right pinky toe. So the block would go a little to the right to hold your counterbalance a little. That's it. And move towards stacking your hips. And then just expand through the tips of your fingers, the tips of your toes. Stretch out of the core of your body. You can stay or you can bind by bending your lifted leg, catching. Beautiful, Trish. That's it. That's it, Lisa. Kicking, kicking your foot into your hand if you've got the bind. If you have the bind now, let it go. Send your leg back straight. Take one big inhale. Revolve half moon. So left hand goes down. Now, if your right hip is dying and you've got to touch out for a sec, do it. If you can keep your leg, keep it up. Same leg stays in the air. Now, left hand goes right under your left shoulder. So you're making this sort of um, parallel to the ground line from your crown to through your back leg. Now, you can bend your lifted leg or and catch your foot for a bound position, or you just keep firing the strength of your back leg. You've got this. Good, good. Huge in-breath. Empty the breath. There's one more. Fire it all the way up. Feet together. Blah, beautiful. Pour it all the way down. Halfway lift. So we just stay right in the river of flow. Beautiful, Lisa. Pour it down and whoosh the breath. All right, rise all the way up. Send your eyes up. Chair pose. Just visiting for a moment. <laughs> Take one full inhale here. We've got crow or handstand or yogi squat. So yogi squat is right here. It's a great just deep flexion, full range of motion in the knees and hips if you want to work there. If you're going anywhere else, just presence to the details. 
Rising through the details of your body and breath right now, wherever you are. And holding for the count of five, making our way in four, three, two, go. Load up, dog. Whew, excellent. Making your way to downward, facing dog. Excellent, you guys. Take a big breath in right there, and then ha, ha. Let it go. Do another, just touching in, slowing down breath. And do one more, full breath in and out. <coughs> and step your left leg forward for warrior one. To land in warrior two. Practicing noticing detail. Feeling, practicing noticing when your mind is not in the details of right now, when it's something else is consuming it, and just compassionately, lovingly feel your hands again. Like sweat on your face again. You got like some rivers going in here. <laughs> we all sweat like dudes in here. <laughs> All right, hands go up. Find that interlace of your hands and flip your palms up. And let your mind have these concrete assignments in your body that just this open doorway to presence. Palms pressing upward, tailbone drawing down. Feel that. Take one more inhale here. As you exhale, drop your hands and find this bind behind. Feel free to grab your strap or towel, and then your chest and your chin beam up. Humble warrior, make your way down. And so humble warrior, it can be done a couple of different ways, and you know, just oftentimes it depends on body proportions. So the, your left ribs may catch your left thigh, that's okay. Or you may turn to really clear your whole thigh, that's okay. Keep some action in your hands. So if you're going to lift your arms off your body by still respecting your shoulders, not pushing into them too much. And so keeping this sort of power point in your hands and in both your feet, take one big inhale. Pour through your exhale. And then hands and feet guide you all the way back up. Excellent. Whoosh your arms out. Look at your back hand, look at your front hand, set them. Take a full breath in right here. Pour the breath all the way out. And then that reverse warrior sweep up, back, and away. Stay down to your breath. Take one more full breath. Half moon. Just be aware of your standing toes. As you set the pose up, you'd want to start with them aiming forward and then notice what happens. So they sometimes, just because we're not, we don't know, or our bottom toes turn into the right, but sometimes they actually need to. So if you try to go to stack your hips, and the only way to get there is by letting your toes turn into the right a little bit, that's okay. Just be aware. If you're going to bind, go ahead and bend your leg, reach back and catch. 
and feeling that meeting of the hand and the foot, the skin on skin, hand to ankle or foot, ignite that for a moment if you've got the bind. And then unbind the bind, send your legs straight back out, take one more inhale, we set up the revolve pose now. So you would put your block under your right shoulder, slide it over. The bottom toes would bottom toes would angle forward here. Try it, Jen. Bottom toes angle forward here because now it's a different relationship in your hips. Excellent. You gotta power your back leg, especially your back quad. That's what's gonna keep your knee straight and your leg lifted. If you wanna bind it, bend your leg, reach back and catch it, and then it's that skin to skin. Whew, Kick into your hands. Beautiful. Ujjayi in breath. Yes, really good, you guys. Full out breath. There's one more. You've got it. Fill it all the way up. Pour it forward. Let it go. Excellent. Halfway lift. Just meet your next inhale. Forward bow. Meet the very bottom of the exhale. And then rise slowly. Come all the way up. Eagle, right arm under, right leg on top. And so paying enough attention to just what's happening in your own heart, your body, your breath, and so you know you well enough to know if you need to like pull the effort dial down a little bit or if it's okay. So just practice of self-honesty just by noticing what's arising in your body. And gosh, it takes that practice of self-honesty to, to, to still get stronger, to challenge yourself, to meet those strong sensations of transformation, to also know when you need to dial it down just a little. So keeping the arm bind, we're going to take a flexed position in the spine, which everything's going to stay. We're just going to start rounding. Surrounding so until maybe your bottom elbow tip just taps your knee or your thigh. And so staying in this position, just slowly unravel your arms. Take your left hand to catch onto your left hip. Hold on to it. Right two first fingers are going to loop your big toe and then come on up. And if you took a little bit of a different path to get there, <laughs> that's okay. So this leg may stay really bent. See if you can get mountain, standing super tall. Take it out to the side now. And if you want to switch the grip to the knee, that's always an, an option. Keep standing tall. Maybe your eyes laser beam to one target point over to the left. That's it. We'll take one more inhale, opening left to right. Close everything front and center. Take an inhale, lift everything a little higher. And then stamp your heel down and pour. So some bent knees pouring all the way down over your legs. Meet a slow, strong half lift with airplane wings. Holding as you exhale. Take one more long, full in-breath. And then pour like a waterfall all the way down. And rise up slowly when you're there. Reach up, lengthen, send your eyes all the way up. Eagle, other side. Our left arm, left elbow on bottom. Left knee wrapped right on top. Honoring, acknowledging yourself by truly noticing and feeling 
it gets very slow. So moving from the spine, like feeling that, you're going to start rounding your spine. And if you can keep a little draw under of your tailbone as you go, the thoracic spine really rounds, the shoulder girdle really rounds forward. Make that little connection. And then slowly unraveling to get the other side set. So your right hand will go to your right hip. First two left fingers, lasso your big toe, and then bend your knee a lot to stand up, up, up. And then just see where you're at with it right there. Beautiful. Oh, you can keep, you can keep seeing through the waterfall in your eyes. Just keep seeing through the sweat drops. Straighten your leg or crack, catch your knee if you need, and then slowly take it out to the side. Yeah, and the key here is finding this electricity electric line like from the heel to the chest lifting 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 beautiful take one more inhale as you stretch left to right and then close everything front and center little pause hands go up and knee goes up 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 and then just stamp stamp down bend your knees for all the way over this time keep a little bend in your knees and take your hands back behind you're just gonna hold on to the backs of your calves Keep bending your knees. If you have any back discomfort, bend your knees more or come out more towards a halfway. Take one big full breath in right here and just finish it off with pawing the breath all the way out. And a slow release into halfway lift. And vinyasa or chaturanga to up dog. Taking your time, meeting the fullness of each transitional piece, landing in downward facing dog. Down dog, one big inhale and open your mouth and let it go all the way out. Do it again, fill your breath and your body and then flaw the air out. Come to a high plank position, using your quadriceps to hold your knees nice and straight. Using this sort of corsity action in your belly, holding your abdominal organs in toward your spine. Draw your feet together. So you make like one leg unit to spin your heels to the right to go to side plank. So heels spin to the right, left hand goes high. That's it. Now feel exactly where your body is touching the floor and ignite those points. Beautiful, Rachel, to lift up and away. Any variation. Yeah, Cody, that's it. Take two more breaths, you guys. That second inhale is just expansive from chaturanga to up dog to down dog. Follow it. Oh, isn't this great, you guys? Take a big inhale and open your mouth and let it go all the way out. All right, come on back. High plank. It's so good. I've been thinking a lot about training, like this inner corset muscles, the intrinsic geek muscles to hold your body versus relying on the superficial, like just the outer muscles. Belly, abdominal organs, hug in. Feet go together, and slowly go over to the opposite side, side plank. When we use these deep intrinsic muscles, it's like there's just more stability of the spine. We're not relying so much on the external parts of our body. 
Beautiful, Jenny. Maybe a leg lift from here. Maybe anything to see where it goes. You just take one more complete round of breath. And then a vinyasa through. Excellent. Meeting the fullness of up dog. And loving every ounce of the way to land in that hugging back down dog. Take a big breath in right there and let it go all the way out. Excellent. Come forward to high plank and lower slowly all the way down to the ground. All right, hook your hands up behind you. So if you just want a little extra space, even if your hands can touch, towel or strap between your hands. And then come on up, lift up off the ground, lift your legs up off the ground. Now, key here, don't shorten the back of your neck, so keep it nice and long. Almost as if you're getting traction from the base of your skull toward the river, elongating the neck. And then action your toes like you're going to grab something behind you, spread your toes, reach back, take one more full in-breath, and then haw. Let it all go, go, go. Let your arms go. How's it going, birthday girl? <laughs> All right, let's do one more round of that. <clears throat> so you could do the exact same hands if you'd rather take airplane wings. Airplane wings is an option, and then Superman arms is an option, forward and up. Go, lift up off the ground. Yeah, swim it out, Helen, why not? Swim it out, yeah. Swimming is always good. So healthy, you guys, to fire the backside of the body. Keep going, you keep squeezing the glutes, the calves, awesome. Take one more big in-breath, whoosh, down, yeah, excellent. All right, everyone good? Yeah, kind of, no, no talking right now, please. <laughs> All right, bend your legs, reach back, and catch on. You're like, I think I can lift my arms, my hands. First make the connection, and then slowly start to go. Take your feet into your hands. Notice how, how you're carrying yourself through the posture. So vital. We do just the right level to work. We're not going to burn out too quickly. Just got three breaths. Three breaths. Beautiful, Tiff. That last inhale, whoosh, find the very peak, and then let it all just melt. Feel the releasing part. Notice your heart beating right here, right here in this position. Feel your breathing muscles working as you take a big breath in. As you allow a big breath out. And plant your hands outside your ribs and pull forward, up, and through for upward-facing dog. I know the floor is good there. And then down dog, hug all the way back into it. Take a big breath in right there, you guys, and then open your mouth and don't hold anything. Sit. Do it again. One more big in-breath and haw the out-breath. All right, step or jump forward. 
Come on up, come to your seat and come to that same modified boat pose that we were doing earlier. The same, hold on to your thighs, lift up. We start with this lift, chest lift. Of course, if you need to drink some water, don't wipe too much sweat. Let it stay there, stay shiny. And right here. So again, just get your shin bones parallel to the ground. Take your arm bones back and that'll help you really lift here. The moment you feel this going, whole body's gonna go from there. So holding here, take your arms forward. Might even take your gaze up a little to keep your chest up. And from here, you can stay or slowly start to take your arms vertical. Feel your counterbalance needs shift. Your body has to engage a little differently. Now take your arms out wide. Notice your neighbor. You might hold on to them for dear life. Then take them back up. All right, take them forward. Now take a big breath in right here. And as you exhale, little canoe, just a little lowering. And then come right back up as you breathe in. Go low. Even if it's tiny, that's okay. Come on, these are for Karen's birthday. We're going to do five more. Four more. If you have an effort dial, you can do them as strong, as big as you want. You're going to stay up on the last one. Hook your big toes once you get there. All right, so it's not so much core now. We're just balance play. So take your knees together. Lift up. Now, hug your shoulders back. That's going to help you keep the balance. As soon as your chest collapses, your whole body will start to go. Now send your nose and your eyes up toward the ceiling. Maybe you drop your head all the way back. The worst that can happen is that you just roll back. All right, look forward again. Just fine-tuning your balance. And then from here, just try this. You're going to take more of a wide, if you have room, <laughs> out to the side. Just a little play and counterbalance. No one's watching you. It's okay, except me. <laughs> and then come back forward again. And then from here, full pigeon. So your left leg will go on bottom, right leg on top. Huh, I made it. Okay. Let's get your hips back. Whoosh, send your arms out good, nice and long and spacious. And then hug forward, maybe a little, maybe you're a lot, a lot. Your hands can go here. All you're looking for is that right outer hip opening. It doesn't have to be massive. As a matter of fact, you don't want it to be super strong. You want a sort of even keel sensation of your whole body. And just observe your practice and your body, your heartbeat and your breath here. Just be in the experience of it all. And see if there's a way for you to sort of control your breath, to slow your heart beating. Do what it takes. From here, crawl your spine back up to vertical, so sit nice and tall. And then slide your, take your right hand out to the floor beside you, right hand, and then a little back from in line with your hips, your little diagonal back, because your left arm up and away, just oh, right into your left side, oblique muscles. These abdominal muscles attach to the 
top of your hip rim all the way wrapping around to your back. This lateral movement is so healthy. And then make your way back just vertical again when you're ready. You're just going to catch your top foot with your left hand. So we're setting up a, a revolve pose, a twist. The left hand here, straight forward. Yep. And then wiggle your feet around to where you can sit nice and tall. And make sure that your pelvis is not rolled under. So you want to take your tail back a little bit, stacking your pelvis and bottom. And then twist, right arm back. And so as you're rotating, there's this really big encouragement of mobility right around the thoracic spine that we noticed in the very beginning of class. Right around your ribs, and some big breaths right into that fascia on the back side. Take one more inhale to reach a little farther back, then close front and center. Keep your leg up and take both hands this time on your foot. And so you may have it pretty straight, you might have it a little bent. And your pelvis is going to roll a little more under here because we're tightening the back side of the body with this leg extension. But try to keep your tail aimed back a little bit. And if that requires some buckling in the knee, that's okay. You just want to get right into a sort of middle of the road stretch for your hamstring, your calves. Take three more full breaths here. Awesome, your third exhale, you can let it all go to the ground, just set it down, and in between, we'll just do a little front body opening. So take your fingertips pointing toward your body. If this is too much, you would go laterally, fingers to the side, but we're just lifting up right here, front of the body opening. If you prefer to do plank pose, reverse plank, your legs will go straight, toes point down toward the ground, breathing into the front of the hip creases, the front of the ribs. Give it one more inhale, whole front body expands. Excellent, then slowly lower all the way down to the ground. We've got the other full pigeon. So now your left leg goes on top, right leg on bottom, and establish that stacking of the spine right at the pelvis, so you wanna make sure you're not tucked under. You take your tail back a little bit. That'll set the rest of the spine up beautifully. And for some of you, you might already feel quite a bit of hip opening already. You don't have to go very far forward. But if going far forward is what works in your body, go for it. And so this is a forward fold, just like all of the other forward folds that we do, like ragdoll pose. So there will be an element for most of us, a spinal rounding at some point. And in any forward fold, you just want to get as much hip hinging first, then soften into the spinal rounding. And just touch into noticing your whole body and just sending breath to exactly where it's needed most right now my way of feeling. With your last couple of rounds of breath right here in the 
shape. Slow rise back up to vertical. We'll set up for this lateral stretch. So once you get up vertical, your left hand goes out to the floor, out from your left hip, and then back a little bit. Right arm lifts up and out. We get these deep abdominal muscles that wrap from your pubic bone all the way around, attaching to the top of your hip rim. Spending some breath right where it's needed. When you feel complete with it, just come back up to vertical. Just pause there for a sec. I'm going to take this revolve pose here. So you'll catch your top toes with your right hand. And again, you want this stacking starting at the pelvis. So tail goes back behind you a little bit, just a little. From there, feel the spine stack beautifully all the way up to your crown. And if this straight leg position is causing your spine to round, you would just buckle your knee and that would give some slack. Sending breath right into the thoracic spine, the ribs, the posterior, the back ribs. Beautiful. You'll take one more inhale to reach. Slowly return back to the front. We'll do this two-hand holding on now. So keeping in mind, anytime we go to stretch the hamstring, it's the whole back line of the body, the whole posterior chain. You feel the relationship between how you're able to stack your spine and how you're holding your front leg, bending or not. Two more breaths here, just, just the right amount of stretch. And then let your both legs go, send both legs straight forward. Take your block and just place it right behind your knees. So you'll have a little bit of a buckle, a little bend in your knees. We're just setting up for a forward fold, but with a bent knee position. Now from here, stack the pelvis, so take the tail back a little bit. You do the same sort of stacking we were doing earlier. So as you reach up, just this beautiful elongated line of the spine. Now maintaining this line of the spine as long as possible, hip hinge forward, not rounding yet, just hip hinge forward. Note and feel the moment you can't go any farther. And then your hands will catch your feet or your legs and you allow that spinal rounding to get the rest of the way great way to approach any posture that has forward folding. Finding the maximum hip hinge first, then softening into the rounding. And just here for a few moments to feel and breathe. Not yet, but slow motion coming out in the same steps that you went in. So first, undoing the spinal rounding. So see if you can kind of move your spine back towards mountain pose for like that unrounding. And then from the hip hinge, sitting up, 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 up until you get vertical. 
Excellent. And holding vertical, take your hands forward. Feeling the stack of your whole spine starting right at your pelvis, everything nice and long and beautiful, holding here. Now turn on this corset, these deep inner belly muscles, as you slowly start to lower back. Slowly and feel these muscles have to work to slow down the motion. Your back, your back will start to round, your pelvis will shift as you start to meet the ground. Go all the way down. And then draw your heels in close to your bum. Move your block out of the way. So a little different order of things today, but your body's nice and warm to access the whole back bend now. So draw your heels in. Set your hands. And if you're already like in that Shavasana state of mind, <laughs> Good. Again, I want you to take that quality of energy up into a full wheel or up into a bridge pose. Can you actually take on something challenging, something that requires a lot of strength from this Shavasana state of mind? Beautiful, Anna. Sometimes the best place to find something new there's a, a variation you're going for, leg lift, any, any arm variation, go ahead. Somewhere around five breaths. So you feel it out. You decide where the peak of the pose is. So when you come down on that last breath out, like there's just a feeling, without a doubt, like you're right there. You come out right at the right time for your body, your mind, your spirit. And then take the soles of your feet together and let your knees fall out wide. Place a hand on your belly and a hand on your heart. Oh, just, just another experience to feel. And the purest form of self-love, self-acknowledgement exists in just noticing ourselves and Sometimes the easiest doorway into that is just feeling breath and heartbeat. Doesn't need to be complicated. Just feel what's present in your body right now. And draw your knees in to your chest. Drop your arms around your legs. And just notice the, the bony landscape, the back of your hips. Feel your left and right SI joints, those little nubbies on the left and right side, very below the bottom of your spine. And then take one little final rounding of here to stretch forehead towards knees. Take a big breath in and out right there. And we're going to take a little inversion from here. So if you're feeling good in this Shavasana state of mind on your back and you want to just put your legs up, keep it super restorative. If you want to take that Shavasana mind into any other inversion, go for it. Just feet up. You could do headstand or handstand if you want. All good. think that one of, one of the most potent things that I've, I've gleaned from my yoga practice is just this 
cultivating the ability to be in things that are really strong, they feel really strong in my life, but I have this access to approaching it with like Devasana, you could call it, state of mind. Maybe not always, right? But we know the possibility is there. intentionally, even from here, we're not finished with the inversion yet, but I want you to intentionally start breathing in a way that's going to slow, slow things down. Just the intention of it, even if your breath is not actually slowing, just the intention. Just a few more breaths here, upside down. However you make your way there, just come on to your back and take a twist on your back. So you could choose to keep both your legs together. You could take one leg straight. You could cross your leg. All will have a little bit of a different effect. Look to the opposite way of your leg. Receive the gift of your breath and this pose also, just whatever it has to offer just by way of feeling it. Shavasana state of mind, just start to message all of yourselves to just be in the state of surrender, letting go, nothing to figure out right now. And you just feel it out. Once you feel complete with the side, you feel even enough, you'll unravel. And then just whatever movement feels perfect to feel complete when you land in Shavasana, that's what you do. Or maybe nothing at all. And as you land in your space for Shavasana, just the ultimate offering to yourself and truly to others by just noticing, this heightened state of noticing as you take one big purposeful breath in and out just to deliver yourself right into the space of letting go.
a cool towel on your forehead eventually. Please let us know if you prefer not to have it.
and begin to move as you're ready and just finding your way up to be seated as, as you're ready. Take your time. As you come into your seat, just this last little noticing of a tuned in noticing of your body. Take your tail back just a little bit. Set the position of your pelvis and just feel the rest of your spine stack up beautifully to the crown of your head. Just feel how free your breath is in that position. And give yourself just a couple of longer, slower deeper breaths than usual. You draw your hands together at your heart if you'd like. And just take a collective breath in to let go and hands to our forehead center the light in me sees and honors the light in each and every one of you guys namaste, namaste. happy sunday everybody have a great day Thank you for coming. good job enjoy your day let me know if you have any questions